0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of AoE Legends, a podcast where we interview AoE pro players as well as people from the community, we try to learn about their life and game experiences, and we bring this content to you via video or sound. You can find us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. You can also find us on YouTube. You can support us by subscribing to our channel, liking and watching our videos. Today we have a legend of the game, he is an Argentinian AoE pro player, he streams on Twitch and he also has a 13.5 thousand subscribers YouTube channel. Please welcome Capoche. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Nice to meet you and thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Did I miss anything in your intro? Is there anything you would like to add? Uh, no, no, it's
1: fine. It was perfect. So
0: Nice. Well, let's talk about yourself first. Um, so your name is Patricio Del Olmo, right?
1: Yeah, and yeah I'm 35. Yeah. Uh, so I used to play AOE2 like 20 years ago. I actually started playing around 22 years ago. And uh, after a couple of years, I quit around 2005. And then came back with the pandemic. Uh, I started playing again with the AOE2DE. And I kind of got into the game again and started playing competitive afterwards. And now I'm like from 2021 hours. I've been streaming a lot lately. Um, so uh, I'm still playing, also playing a bit of AOE 4 too.
0: Nice, amazing, yeah. So where does your name, Capoche, come from? Did, did you come up with it or a friend did?
1: No, I actually did, they used to, when I was little, they used to call me uh, uh, Cabezón, which means uh, big-headed, so I didn't like it much, so I started telling people to call me Capocha or Capoche, so it's from that.
0: Nice. That's it's sweet been story. forever. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's crazy, <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's like your childhood nickname, that's amazing. Yeah. I yeah. never thought of that, I just came up with the weirdest name, uh, mine is like the yellow wall. But that's based on being a fan from Borussia Dortmund and they have the yellow wall and, and their fan face at the back, like the ultras or whatever that they're called in Germany.
1: Okay, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So um, are you living in Argentina right now or
1: you live somewhere else? Yes, I'm living in Argentina. Yeah. Nice. Also, oh oh I, I never lived anywhere else. I just traveled for vacations or for tournaments. Are you are you at the capital or where are you? I'm close. I I'm actually nearby, like uh, twenty kilometers from the capital.
0: Okay, so you're you're very right there. Awesome.
1: And what else? What else do you do aside from playing? A- well, uh, uh, since twenty twenty one, I've been just dedicating full time to AOE. But before that, uh, I got my uh, university degree in business, and then started working a lot. Um, but with the pandemic and. St- some stuff that I didn't like much at work, I decided to try gaming for, for once. I never did a full-time gaming experience, so I wanted to, to test the experience and see how it goes. And so far, it's been a, a year and a few months doing this. And even though I've been enjoying it, it's been hard sometimes. So.
0: Yeah, it, I can I can relate that, you know, I'm just starting up, and I understand that It, it is. it can be difficult to have the energy to entertain people all the time because that's what a lot of people expect
1: yeah and and not also that you need to stay competitive that's also something hard that sometimes you, you want to do other stuff or, or maybe um, be like just try to have fun doing something else but you, you know you need to be like or even watching or playing or whatever so it's hard, some tournaments are really really demanding
0: Are you currently preparing for any tournaments right now, for the future?
1: Well, I've been playing since two months ago. I've been trying to earn some points to qualify to Red Bull, Wololo uh, Legacy for AoE4. And now I've started training a bit for AoE2, Red Bull too. So I'm trying to qualify for both. Uh, Let's see how it goes. I hope I can qualify for one.
0: Yeah, good luck. I, I think you're a great player and if you put in the hard work, I'm not sure you're probably going to get your points. So Yeah, hopefully. A lot of people um, give AoE four a bad rep. I think it's just a completely different game. How how are you liking playing both?
1: Games? Well, uh, I actually think that it kind of deserves a bad rep because the game came out in such a poor state that it sucked. That's basically... It. But I feel like right now it's in a good state and it uh, I'm enjoying it, and I would say right now, it finally it finally feels like a polished game, um, but of course, obviously, it lost a lot of people on the way, it's been like, almost, I don't know if it's 10 months or 9 months already since it came out, so it, it, it's been hard, and yeah, it's a completely different game, you can't compare AOE 2 with AOE 4, it's like comparing, I, I would say, like Starcraft 2 with uh, AOE 2. It's a different game, even though it's a same setting, like medieval yeah. stuff and, and whatever, but it's a completely different game. It's other RTS, uh, some mechanics are the same, that's, but in every RTS you have similar mechanics, um, but other than that, the game is completely different.
0: Do you like having the variety of being able to switch between one game and the other?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually enjoy playing both sometimes I like a bit more one than the other but um, the, the thing that kind of sucks is that it's hard to stay competitive or, or be at the top level at both at the same time it's like it you can't compete against uh, Players that are dedicated full-time to only one game. So uh, that's what that's what that's what makes it so hard like And I I don't know if it's the right decision to try to qualify for both or play both, but uh, since I've been enjoying AOE 4 and also AOE 2, I just wanted to give it a try and see how it goes.
0: Nice. And well, right now your ELO, like your max, has been 2522, and right now it's 2357. So it looks like you're putting in the hard work to get back to like the very top. Like you're in the top 10 right or something like that with all the smurf accounts
1: yeah uh, i would say top 15, top, 15. top 10 right right now no yeah right now I, I would say top 15 not top 10 for sure nice even though i qualified uh to titan's league tournament but that was kind of <laughs> lucky i guess <laughs>
0: yeah how, did you did you like the tournament how
1: did it go yeah, well, actually, I, I didn't train uh, my, my objective in that tournament since I wasn't playing AOE 2 during the, the, the group stage. My, my objective was try, trying to stay on Platinum League because since, like, the bottom two players of each group get uh, delegated to, to Gold League, which is uh, a much worse league, obviously. Uh, my, my idea was, okay, since I'm playing AOE 4, let's try to stay kind of competitive in AOE 2. Uh, But somehow I made it through and uh, I think it was a bit because I got lucky and my group wasn't that that hard compared maybe to other groups.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, it's a very interesting format. I really like it because it's not like a a tournament where like it's very cut off, you know, where you have like direct elimination matches. It's more like a league,
1: right? Yeah, it's a league, but it's still very hard because if you don't perform well, you just go to the Gold League, which is like completely different, and, and the the prices really are set step below the, the Platinum League. So it's still hard because you need to do well to stay in Platinum, that's the the, the issue, so. Um, but I, I think with a few fixes or tricks, small tricks to the league, it will even get better, so.
0: Nice. And- Back in the day when you played in two thousand and one, uh, did you have you were and in, in also in the top ten? I, I was looking at some stats like you were winning a lot of tournaments. What was the competition yeah, well, like
1: back then? Well, back, back then I, I actually was like top three, but the, I I believe that the player base was smaller. So and and also I was in the Legion clan, which hosted a lot of tournaments, and I was there with Grace and Doubt, which were. Uh, the, also, the other more top two players, I would say. And then there were a lot of Koreans and and, and other players that don't play anymore. But uh, I think it was uh, uh, it, it was good. Like there there was no social media, nothing. So it it was harder to improve. Actually, you need to to put more into now. Now it's easy. Well, not easy, but it's much easier to learn the game because I remember back then uh, people didn't like to record the game. they don't steal your way of playing they don't steal strategies and since there wasn't since like that was the only way you could learn and there were no no streaming no youtube no nothing it was hard to 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 learn and play so you need to put in the hours
0: so there wasn't really like a set meta right everybody had their own style at the time
1: well there was a there was a meta. The meta was kinda of weird back then. And the people didn't use to wall and played a lot of skirms. so um then, yeah, it, it wasn't and it was mostly hand hands war on Arabia. Yeah, um, that's true. That that's basically and then water maps it was mostly Viking war. Uh back then you only had thirteen ships, so it it was a completely different game. Yeah.
0: Do you do you remember any rivalries you had? Like, any players that you faced that were tough opponents at the time?
1: Uh, I think, like, the the toughest opponents back then were Coben and Chris, I think. And, and there were a, a lot of good players. Like, it was Ognis from, from Legion 2, then Doubt, obviously. Uh, but Doubt kind of improved later. Like, when I started, I think he started playing later than I did. So, he, he got better later when I kind of was starting play. When I was starting to play less, or I was more into Warcraft Three than rather than AoE Two.
0: Nice. And uh, so, how did you get in, into the game at the time? Did, did somebody introduce you to the game, or you just picked it up?
1: Well, uh, well, I actually I remember picking up a, a PC gamer, which was a, a magazine from from a gaming magazine, and I, I remember like there was a preview of AoE Two, and I said, okay, well, I, uh, before that I actually played AoE One. But just the campaigns and just like single player, there, there was no internet back then. So, and then I remember seeing this magazine and seeing like, wow, well, the graphics were great for that time. And I, I said, I need to play this game with, when, it came, when it comes out. And then it came out and I started playing it. I also started playing it with my brother. We, we had two PCs by, by, by that time. And then internet appeared and, and we decided to try and we got, both of us got into a uh, gaming zone which was the the platform where AOE2 uh, kind of used to, used to be used uh the U-hosted and stuff. And we started playing Black Forest and, and some games. We, we were noobs and we were enjoying the game. And then after a few months he kind my brother kind of quit and I kept playing a bit and then I started like, transitioning into Arabia. And I, I then decided, why did I play Black Forest? I, I just, I, there wasn't a better map. and Well, then I started learning Arabia, and then I remember my first tournament uh, was in 2001, or, or one of my first, I don't remember. like, 2000, like December 2001, it was the Reef Rumble, where I got second place. Uh, and it, like from that point onwards, I just started I like, got into Legion, got like started growing a lot, learning maps, learning learning the game entirely.
0: That's amazing. That's a really cool journey. Uh, you know, the fact that you went just from having fun to playing tournaments and, you know, putting in the work to like get to that competitive scene, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's been fun.
0: So did you play other versions of the game? Like you said, AOE one. Did
1: you play Age of Mythology? Did you? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I played a lot before AOE. I used to play Counter Strike, and I played competitive um, for 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 a a while. But then I quit for AOE two in in that year, two thousand and one, like late two thousand and one, and then um obviously aoe1 i didn't even play online i started playing aoe2 online and then i remember asian mythology came out in 2003 and i played it too i remember going to wcg which was a, a worldwide tournament uh, in 2003 for AO, Age asian mythology where i met chris and it was in korea th- at that time And then I also, by then, I played all, I started playing Warcraft 3. I I didn't play much Age of Mythology. I just felt like the game wasn't enough. It was good. It was fun. But after a while, it just, uh, it it didn't keep you playing.
0: Yeah, it was, I think the Age of Mythology was really cool for the storyline, you know, of like getting to see the the whole story of the campaign with the mythology. But for one and one they had some very weird tricks <laughs> that could yeah, be... Well, so. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's
1: true. I, I don't think it was very well-balanced. And then I remember Titans came out and it just... The, the game got even more unbalanced, so... Yeah. And the Titans weren't cool. So I, I remember playing my last Age of Metal tournament probably around... After that uh, WCG tournament, around December 2003. And then I didn't play it anymore after that. Uh, I, I just kept playing some AOE 2 and, and play, playing a bit of Warcraft back then. Do you
0: miss playing for fun or do you just go and play other things
1: no, f- games I, for fun? I, I still play for fun, like, but, but the, the only parts that I don't think are fun are tournaments because they are more, more about pressure and trying to play well. So well, but but obviously, if you win, it's it's fun. Nice. So, and now that you're full time, do you face
0: any challenges by being a full time creator? Uh, is there a lot of work involved that you know people might not see be, behind the scenes? Well, uh, it's sometimes it's
1: hard to balance uh, everything you need to do, uh, and also the the just keep your personal life uh, balanced, You know the work. Uh, like balance it, it obviously it's hard with a normal job i think and feel it's uh, even harder doing this because it's not like you only need to stream you you also need to uh play uh, or at least for me i mean uh, probably other other full-time streamers or whatever probably just play a game and enjoy and are more like influencers and don't compete or whatever but for me it's like you need to uh, try to perform well in tournaments or, or you, you you put certain goals like to achieve in tournaments and and that's very important too and and then you have other parts that you need to do to like to to keep um keep doing this full time like to make it work because if I just stream a bit and play tournaments it's probably not worth it so there's also coaching there's also some some social media stuff um al- always need to think of what to do to keep the you know keep everything moving so it works well and so you can keep doing this because if I just say okay I'm not going to stream, I'm going to only play tournaments, well probably I I need to uh, go back to to the old life, uh, you know.
0: That makes sense. And uh, what do you describe your gameplay like? Like is it more like aggressive, more boomy? Uh, like from what I've seen, you know, you really commit to strategies, which I like, you know, like you, if you pick something, you're committed to that and you're really good at defending. But like what, from your perspective, what, what's your...
1: You well, know, what's I like, like, you know, I, I make a bit of both. Like I, I like to boom, but also I, I play sometimes really aggressive. So it's just like, I don't feel like I excel at anything. Like I don't have super macro, I don't have super macro. Uh, probably my my decision making isn't sometimes the greatest, but it's fine. Sometimes I, I like sometimes I perform better in some areas than in others. But it's not like I, I'm like I don't know probably like Leary that is the super micro god and and stuff like that. Like I I don't have that label. Uh, but I I do okay mostly on everything. And my game style I would say I like to to. Be more open to any strategies. Not like I'm like okay, I, I'm a I like to boom and that's all I do. I, I I I I like sometimes like to play aggressive because it's more fun. Sometimes I like to try to adapt to think like my strategy will be based on what I feel it's the best for that time. And obviously sometimes it's a mistake, but sometimes I, I it's okay, it, it works well.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we all seen it. we all seen your games, and there's a lot of the ones I've seen where, like, you are being aggressive or, or, or the other way around, but you always manage to defend somehow. It's incredible how you can just pull it together and keep your economy going or make a switch. So overall, yeah, you have a really good adaptable
1: gameplay. Ah, thank you. Well, it's, it's hard sometimes when you're super aggressive, like, the macro tends to, to fail a bit. Because you know when if you lose one or two Mangonels, because you are trying to macro at home, then your aggressiveness kind of fails. So it's hard. I I feel like being aggressive it's harder than just staying home and defending. But sometimes um, being defensive it just doesn't work well because you lose you lose the map control. You you are just stuck at your base. So
0: what would you tell someone who wants to improve at the game?
1: Well, there's depending on the elo, basically. If they are very low elo, I would say, well, remember to keep your TC going. Try never to keep it idle. Remember to spend all your resources. Uh, try to try to learn an opening, like a bit order, And then from there, start from there. Then, depending on the elo, obviously, like at higher elos, there are more different details and stuff that can help a bit. But at really low elo, like, one one thousand like or lower, I would say you start from there,
0: yeah, for sure, yeah, it's definitely a, a big mistake that you see below one thousand, but that's a lot of people that probably are getting into the game and they don't even know all the different tricks that are even hidden. Some people didn't you know when I started playing, I didn't even know the food decayed, you know, like there were so
1: many things that are not no yeah anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's not like the game is easy to learn, like, it has 42 civilizations right now. So, it's like, I, I remember coming back uh, in, two, in 2020, and I was like, there's like 35 civilizations, how, I, how am I going to learn this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more than double when, when <laughs> yeah. you left. Well, it's, yeah, it's almost triple, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah <that's> a lot <laughs> I was like... Yeah, I remember playing against, like, uh, uh, my first game against uh, Broomies. I remember seeing Arambai, I was what's this unit? How do I kill it? And, well, oh, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it, it, it's hard. It's not an easy game, and I think that's one of the reasons why the player base is not, uh, or, or at least it's not such a popular game, Be, even though it's a RTS genre is not so popular, but, uh, I mean, I remember back then it was really popular before the MOBAs or before the Battle Royals even existed.
0: Do you think we're in a point where we're a bit too spoiled with, you know, getting a lot of support like patches and, you know, community tournaments, a lot of improvements, new civs. Do you think we're a lot of people are, don't realize where we are? Because back in the day, you didn't get all these th- all
1: these things. Yeah, that's true. But probably back, back in the day, uh, I think like the the industry as a whole has um, increased and improved a lot so I mean other games get a lot more attention but but that's because they are more popular so uh, I think it's fine that we get some some patches and some tournaments it's like the the player base is is big enough for for at least some love
0: nice nice well I have uh, another section just to end the podcast it's called hand card questions I basically just ask you flash questions with very short answers. Uh okay. So here, here's the first one. Uh, what is your favorite
1: mod? My first favorite mod. Yeah. Um, I would say the, the one with the trees that gets a uh, shadow below. Hmm. Um, identical pine tree, I think it's, it's Improved called. small trees or something
0: like that. But yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, identical pine tree. I think it's uh, yeah. the, the author. It's uh, Anne, I think. Anne HQ. HQ or HK, I think. Yeah, that's the right. one. Uh, yeah, it's felt a lot for the holes. <laughs> yeah, oh my
0: God, that's crazy. There, there, there's so many times you see so much investment, right? And In, like
1: time. Yeah, that's true. And the one yeah. freaking hole, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's why I think that, that mod just. Kinda when when I started using it, I my I didn't throw any more games because of holes. Kinda I, I still get some some holes sometimes, but yeah, just not as uh, as much as before having that mod.
0: Yeah, now I think that the problem lies more with the hills and the buildings. You know how do you can't yeah see yeah well, because
1: well there's so many hills around well, our town center. Yeah, but that that happens if you just place buildings on hills. If you just make palisades, you don't get any holes. So True it's easier
0: and what's your
1: favorite sieve my favorite sieve um well i really like chinese but probably vikings i i my favorite sieve is vikings yeah so if you couldn't get vikings
0: you'll get chinese
1: yeah but i i i'm saying favorite not as in the gameplay but in the, oh, in yeah, the like, lore of the just, sieve just to pick yeah like your, yeah like
0: for yeah, me like, i love two but they're not yeah competitive.
1: that's true. <laughs> yeah that's true so i i don't feel or, or feel that Vikings are the most competitive sieve either, but uh, I, I think like the nerve they got like taking out uh, Thumb Ring really hurted them. They were very, very good back then mm-hmm. and, and now it feels like the, the sieve just collapsed.
0: Yeah, that's true. They were very strong archer infantry sieve and yeah, now without the Tham it's definitely lacking that path of the strategy in the mid game.
1: Yeah, they were very defensive and now without Thumb Ring they are even more very but but they are still great on water maps.
0: Do you have any other favorite games?
1: Um, right now, well, I've been trying to play some Elder Ring, which I got a few months ago, but I haven't played it much. So, um, no, I, I would say AoE two, okay. and I've been playing some AoE four lately. That's that's basically it. I try not to. I, I try not to play other games because if I kind of get hook, hooked up to, <laughs> with other game, it's it can it can be trouble.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like uh, sometimes I feel like I I have the console just sitting there, and I feel bad because, like you said, you start to play a game, you get so hooked, you like don't come. back Yeah, to I, for like a yeah,
1: week. that's true. And it's like you're wasting time. Eh? That's how I feel if I play other games. Instead, if I if I play a game that like AOE 2, or if it were, well, at least I'm trying something, I, I'm doing this. Like, it's, if I go and play, I don't know, other ring or any other game, like Fortnite or whatever, I feel like, okay, it's fun for a bit, but then it, it goes from the fun to waste the time.
0: Uh, which is your
1: favorite map? Favorite map? Well, I would say Arabia. Uh, or maybe Four Lakes, maybe Four yeah, Lakes. Yeah, lakes is- but I, I feel like Four Lakes is like, really fun to play a few games. After a few games, it just gets too repetitive, and there's no, uh, no good replayability in that map compared to Arabia. So Arabia is like, even though the map is always the same, it's much more complex than that, and different ships bring different strategies, and setting four lakes, like the strategies are much more uh, smaller uh, or less strategies.
0: Yeah. Do you, you love your sneak wheels? On four Legs.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I I'm known for that, but I haven't done that lately, I guess so. <laughs> nice. And what's your favorite unit? Favorite unit? Um uh, it used to be the Mangudai, but I'm not so sure anymore. Like hey, favorite, Mangudai was easily the best unit. And also when I used to play uh twenty years ago it was the best unit too. But I still like the Blue Archer. Uh, the Jawa warrior. It's not like I don't. I don't think I have one favorite unit.
0: Nice. And what's your favorite hobby aside from
1: gaming? Um, well, I used to paint uh, small miniatures, from like fantasy and historical miniatures. But I haven't done that for a couple of years, so uh, the hobby is in standby, kinda. Yeah,
0: life is the hobby now. <laughs>
1: yeah well i have a family with now two kids instead of one so between that and 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 gaming it's just uh it's hard to to have that time to to have a hobby maybe maybe in the future
0: yeah i mean it's lovely to have you know a family to spend time with i you know i have some nephews and i cannot wait to have my own kids and it's just uh i don't know for me I, i love the time that you can spend with them because they have all these ideas you know when they're so young they're so they have such imagination
1: yeah that would be like my hobby is, is spending time with with the family and just trying to have some fun
0: if you had to pick uh an aoe game one two three four mythology which one would you pick
1: no i would that, that's an easy question obviously aoe two. AOE okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I was gonna make a joke, but there's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> there's no contest. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's by far. I mean, it's like the other aoe I mean, the other AOE's haven't been uh, really on point with with it. at least uh, the design and stuff, the gameplay. Yeah.
0: Do you have any uh, questions for me, or anything to say to the audience before we finish the
1: podcast? Um well you you can watch me live. Sometimes I, I I not every day but most of the most of the week or during the week you can find me on twitch.tv uh slash kapoch. And well, thank you guys for, for listening and, and you're welcome to come and stop by the stream and say hi. Yeah, we'll link your
0: uh, Twitch and YouTube uh, channel to the video description. Uh hopefully as well as to the podcast one because sometimes spotify won't let you write too much but we'll try to link both of them to our podcast
1: very nice thank you
0: thank you nice to have you here today and uh have a good day okay you too bye bye well it was great to have kapoc today that was an amazing interview where we got some insights for where the game used to be back when it started as well as where the game is today we also got some perspective as what it's like to be in the top 10, be a competitive AOE pro player, how not playing or playing can make a big dent on your progress, and what it's like to balance AOE 2 and AOE 4 at the same time, as well as your balance, your personal life. I think Apache is a great individual and wish them the best in whatever tournaments to come. we we'll also see you in the next episode of AOE Legends. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel or to wherever you get your podcast from. Have a great day! Bye.